Yo, welcome in to another episode of the Money Man Moves Podcast. It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich, and I'm here with my boy, J.D. Wolf. What is going on, my man? Yo, what's up with it, man? It's, it's, it's what is it, January 2nd, the second day of the new year. Uh, the sun is shining right now, looking really nice outside. You know what? It's a good time to go do, Eddie Wayne. It's, it's a good time to go to the ATM, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So let, let's 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 get the people let's get the people the information today and uh, get them right for uh, today's games later on. So we got a nice little slate: college basketball, uh, got some NBA as well. So lock in, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it. Well, shit. I start off with the first pick, man, and we gonna go with an absolute banger that I have, man. We gonna start off with the Orlando Magic taking on the Golden State Warriors, man. And this line was at plus four at midnight last night. And then it dropped all the way to three this afternoon. And so I'm definitely going with the Orlando Magic in this matchup, man. It's too much size on the wings for the Golden State Warriors to defend, man, and inside. So I think with Wagner, Banchero, and even those taller guards, they're going to give the Warriors fits in this matchup. And some history to back this, too. That show you that I'm not crazy with this Magic pick. The last right. four head-to-head matchups, the Magic have dominated the Warriors. They have won 115-101, 130-129, 94-90, and also a 124-120 matchup. So I just think in this spot, it's easy to take the Magic. I'll take them plus three and a half, take them plus three, take the money line, hell. And I just think that the Warriors are going to be outmatched. They're missing Draymond and... You know, they're coming to a harsh reality, man, that this team ain't good enough to win right now. So we'll see what happens. But I got the Magic plus three, giving me the money line too. J.D., what's your first pick? All right, man. I like that pick, Magic plus three. All right, man. So we're going to go to college basketball. We're going to go with the Wisconsin Badgers to face the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, look, it's Big Ten play. It's conference play around college basketball. Like me and Eddie talked about before, like, this is the time where, you know, you take your losses uh, with the non-conference play, but when you get into conference play, you see what, you know, you see the track record for the teams. Who are they playing non-conference? You know what I'm saying? Will that build to a successful game against their conference opponents, right? Teams that know them, teams that know how they play, teams that can scheme against them better than their non-conference opponent. So with that being said, we're going to take Wisconsin. I started following Wisconsin as soon as they beat Michigan State. I had Michigan State money line spread in that game. Um, they beat them convincingly, uh, beating them by uh, what? Okay, beat them by 13 points. So, yeah, uh, dominated Michigan State, did lose at Arizona, but Arizona's a tough team uh, over there. Um, them boys in the Pac-12. So, But other than that, coming off a two-game winning streak, uh, playing some okay teams, Jacksonville State, Chicago State. But as a track record for Iowa, they are really good against Iowa. Uh, for Wisconsin, they are really good against Iowa. The last matchup beat them 64-52. to 52. Um, I just feel like their guard play is going to be the ultimate um, factor for this game. Um, Wisconsin is a really good team, man. Um, they have some really good players on their team. Wall is um, – but, but, yeah. Wall is averaging 10, point, 10 points a game. Crawl and Store, they're averaging 15 points a game, those two guards. And then we got um, everybody across the board that's just contributing to their 9-3 and three record. So 
take Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to take them money line, take them spread minus five and a half. But more, the more value is at the minus five and a half. So they should win convincingly. Uh, take the Badgers at home. They're six and one at home, by the way. So I'll take them. All right, yes, man. Sir. What's your second pick for the day to feed the people? Hell yeah, man. So we're going to go to Blitzburg, a.k.a. Pittsburgh, man. Huh. And we're going to take the Pittsburgh Panthers plus four and a half, taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels. And it's simple as this, man. I like the matchup for Pitt in Pitt's favor, man. They 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 showcase a big front line with these twins from – I don't even know where they're from, but – they're so good, and Carrington, their point guard, their lead guard on the team, he is like six, 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 seven, a big combo guard that could distribute, slash, shoot, you name it. So he could do a lot of things on the floor. And I think, especially in this matchup versus R.J. Davis, you kind of need that size to be able to contest those shots. And I think Carrington's going to play a big role in whether Pitt wins this game or not. And so – especially in these last couple of matchups that they've had in the past, um, Pitt has dominated. They've won four out of the last five versus UNC. That's at home. That's at UNC. You name it. So wherever this, this game is taking place, Pitt has dominated. And so I think this game is going to be real close. There's been a couple of nail biters over the years in this matchup. I think the home crowd at Pitt is going to be really ruckus, and it's going to be a great atmosphere tonight. So I'm taking – the Pitt Panthers plus four and a half. If you want to dabble in on the money line, be my guest. Take the plus one sixty. I would even take RJ Davis's under twenty two and a half, and that's at plus money right now. So trust Henson, trust Carrington, and the Twins for Pitt. They're going to be a big factor in this game. The size is gonna is gonna be, I mean, challenging for Baycock because those Twins are like seven foot. So. It's gonna it's gonna be a lot of interesting interesting matchups in this game. So I just think, man, give me Pitt plus four and a half. I think it's easy. I'm gonna go ahead and lock it in as the lock of the day, man. I feel really great about this pick. So right. Taylor I mean, Fader, Taylor's man. See you at the ATM with this pick for sure. All right, JD, what you got for your second pick? All right, pick two. I'm glad you referenced uh, Pittsburgh, Blitzburg. You know what I'm saying? So that leads to my next pick, man. We're going to go with the Orange going to Duke, right? We're going to go with the Orange in the ACC matchup. Syracuse Orange playing the Duke Blue Devils at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, famous Cameron Indoor Stadium, one of the toughest places to play in all of college basketball. But Syracuse is going to have a really, really good time facing Duke today. Right. Right. Here's the reason why. Okay, so their last matchup, they played Pittsburgh. And as any reference, Pittsburgh has a lot of length on the front and backcourt. Um, Syracuse handled Pittsburgh, uh, beat them 81-73. They are also coming off of a five-game winning streak, right? So... Uh, before that, there was a previous loss to Virginia. So after Virginia, they went on a five-game winning streak, beating the lights of Cornell, Georgetown, um, blowing out a good Oregon team down there in Eugene. Uh, so beating them by 20 handily. So that, that, that's a pretty good win for the Syracuse Orange. Um, and that was at home. Wait, actually, that was at home. That wasn't at uh, Oregon, but still, pretty good win. 
Um, so the three uh, back-to-back-to-back home games, won those convincingly, um, and then took care of Pittsburgh. But I feel like at Duke, you can trust Judah Minton and them boys to take care of um, the Duke Blue Devils. I just don't trust uh, Jeremy Roach. Uh, I don't trust, Proc- trust Proctor as well. They're really undersized guards, so I feel like they will have trouble against this Syracuse 2-3 zone um, that we always see them in. Um, Flukowski's been pretty good as well. Um, he's averaging about 18 points a game, about 8.8 rebounds, but then again, Syracuse does have a lot to throw at Duke. We will see them take advantage, and hey, we might see Judah Mintz go out to, go off tonight. 8 p.m., Cameron Indoor takes Syracuse Orange. Their spread is plus 14 and a half. Um, I would take that as my lock of the day. Um, so lock Syracuse 14 and a half. That is a big number for this struggling Duke team that is very undersized. So Syracuse Orange, we're locking them in. The fighting Carmelo Anthony's, <laughs> we're going to lock them in, man. All right, E3, what's the third pick? Man, we are going to go to Maryland, where we have number one, Purdue, taking on the Maryland Turpins. And I think in this spot, man, we're going with the Maryland Turpins plus six, man. Sure. Um, I think it's I think it's a great spot to back them. Maryland took this matchup last year, um, 68 to 54 at Maryland. And they have they played even a close game at Purdue last year. And it's just been a bunch of tough matchups over the past five matchups, really. I mean, it's been a three-point difference, three-point difference in four out of the last five games, mm. which is crazy. So six points is entirely too much. I think Maryland's gonna step up to the challenge and their environment, environments matter, man. You can't just think that Purdue's just going to automatically chalk them up for a win going into a tough environment. Edie's a tough player and a top player in the country, one of the top players in the country, but he's he still has to have a supporting cast. He's not just dropping 65 by himself just to put up wins for Purdue. So his teammates have to get involved. And so I know they played a bunch of cupcakes these last two weeks, making everybody feel good about them, and they've been outlasting a lot of luck. I mean – there's a lot of teams that are going head to head and cause them to move back up to number one, but I still think that they they there's they're still untested. I feel like they're not going to go unscathed in this Big Ten this season, and so I think that it's going to start with this test at Maryland. It's going to be a punch in the mouth. I think that Maryland's going to cover this plus six easily, and they might win outright. So dab a little bit on the money line, but you know I'm taking the plus six as our guarantee, man. That's what we're doing for the third pick, man. What you got up for your third pick, J.D.? All right, third pick. Uh, we're going to go with a simple matchup here. A little quiet matchup here with the uh, Antonio Spurs and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So we're going to go with uh, Memphis. San Antonio is traveling to the Grizzlies. Um, I'm expecting John Morant to have a pretty good game. Well-balanced game, of course. Um, but, yeah, I feel like Memphis can um, continue – Get back on can continue to get back on track and work John Morant in. Um, they are coming off of a three-game losing streak, so look for this is a really a serious get-right spot for them um, as they face the Spurs and Victor Wembanyama. But we'll see how the Spurs uh, do against um, Memphis. They did get blown out by what 33 points against the Celtics the previous game. Um, look for them to play hard, maybe the first half. 
Um, but I feel like Memphis, uh, along with Marcus Smart, defensively will um, will be too much for the Spurs offensively, and they'll take care of um, take care of them. Uh, Victor might show some flashes of uh, he might have a good game. Like Jaron Jackson will you know kind of stop him offensively. He might affect the game rebounding. He might have a couple of blocks, but Jaron Jackson will do a pretty good job on Victor uh, in this game. So. Yeah, we're going to roll with that minus um, 10.5 for Memphis. Take that spread for the full game. Um, and, yeah, we're going to roll with the Grizzlies, man. I trust Desmond Bain to kind of get back on track and keep his, um, you know, kind of keep pushing it. Because that's what we need Bain to do. I mean, we don't need you to drive in and stuff. We need you to hit those threes, man. Uh, Marcus Smart, we need you to play defense, get some steals so we can hit Ja in transition. So, you know, get back on track tonight. Take that 10.5 for Memphis. Lock it in, man. That's my third pick up the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, shit. This leads us into our next segment, which is the prop of the day. And so I'll start off with New Orleans taking on the Brooklyn Nets. And I am taking Zion's under 35.5 under versus the Nets because – I I feel like the Nets have a lot of great wing defenders that they could throw at them. Finney Smith, Malachi Bridges, you name it. And so Cam Johnson, too, is solid. And plus, Nick Cox and inside is going to be tough for Zion to wiggle through and get those, you know, driving in the lane and just getting what he wants. Right. And, you know, Zion is a playmaker, but, you know, since TJ McCollum's back in the lineup, he hasn't really been having to be tasked with those duties. And plus, Ingram's trying to be unlocked in the offense still. So he has the ball a lot. So I just think that this under 35 and a half is going to be a piece of cake for us to cash. And so um, that's for points, rebounds, and assists. So 35 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Just wanted to make that clear for you guys out there. So give me Zion. The points, rebounds, and assists, they're under 35 and a half versus the Brooklyn Nets today. What you got today for, for your uh, prop of the day, J.D.? All right, prop of the day, we're going to go to OKC, Oklahoma. OKC Thunder, they playing the Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and them boys. I'm going to go with Mr. SGA, yes. Shea Gilgis Alexander, we're going to take his over and the PAR right now is at 44 and a half, and it's at minus 104. I will grab that line right now because let's kind of look at the, the track record of Mr. Shea, right? Um, so when you look at Shea in his previous games, he's been a monster. You want to talk about Halliburton, you know, trying to be a, one of the you know best point guards in the league. I don't know, man. I think Shea got him beat. I'm going to tell you why. So – Last five games, let's run through it. Brooklyn Nets, 24 points. Okay, that's pretty good. But he played at Denver against Jokic. You know, who, who, you know, players want to play up to a team like Denver, right? So, dropped 40. Not to mention, I just said the PRR was 44 and a half. So, he dropped 40 alone. Then, not to mention, he threw in four rebounds and three assists. Come on, now you got it, man. 36 against New York. 34 against Minnesota. 34 against the Lakers. Oh, here's the last one. This this is the one I love. Me and Eddie, me and Eddie fuck with this one. This man had 31, 8, and 4 against the 
fantastic defensive team, right? Oh no, he ate him up. Can't no one can guard Shea, man. He's six six. He got a smooth jumper. I mean, you know, if you want if you want to find someone that find someone that has that Kobe killer instinct, he, he's coming up on it. Give him a couple more years. He needs to win the title, but that Kobe killer instinct to go get a bucket, I see it in Shea, man. So they need to talk about Shea Gilgis Alexander, bro. SGA is here. He is putting up crazy numbers over the season. Those numbers I mentioned, that's not the minutes he was playing. Those were actual points. So lock in, man. Lock in at PAR right now, over 44 and a half. That line is going to grow as we go out throughout the day. But uh, the Pistons, uh, Derek White will have trouble against Shea. Derek White's like, what, 6'3", 6'4". Shea will go in and get some boards. He'll get his players involved and teammates involved as well. So go ahead and lock Shea in against the Celtics tonight. That PAR, that is my prop of the day. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, shit, this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Moves podcast, man. And, yeah, continue to follow us on Spotify at Money Man Moves Podcast. And follow us on Apple, Money Man Moves Podcast. Man, do you have anything, any closing remarks to wrap up this episode? Uh, closing remarks. Uh, got some tennis matchup tonight. Naomi Osaka. She's playing in the second round. She's known for, you know, having some trouble with her second round opponent. So, 7 p.m. she's playing. Oh, gosh. Carolina Pliskova. There we go. I, got, I can pronounce the name now. But, yeah, man, playing her at 7 p.m. tonight, second round uh, in this tennis matchup. So, it's the, what is the Brisbane International. So, hey, that line is juicy, plus 145. So, I mean, she's the 16th rate player in the nation. So, or in the world. So, maybe a little bonus pick. Okay. What okay. you got for me? Sound good. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I got two real quick. I'm going yes, to give some quick picks in the NCAA. And I'm going to give one quick pick in NCAA, one quick pick in NHL real quick. Um, sure, NCAA pick. Yeah, hell yeah. NCAA pick real quick. We're going to go with um, Penn plus 21 and a half taking on Auburn. I think this Auburn team is very faulty. Um, they can get beat and will get beat. And so Penn has played, you know, pretty tough opponents. And so I think that they're going to go into Auburn and cover. They covered, they damn near covered the spread versus UK. They played them really tough versus um Kentucky. So, yeah, I would I would take the plus 21. I don't think Kentucky, I mean, Auburn's better than Kentucky. So, and they only beat them by 15. So I think you have six points value with this line. So take UPenn plus 21. And for NHL, man, King of the Ice checking in, of course. Today, we're going to go with the play of the day is going to come from... Dun, 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 dun. We're going to take the the Winnipeg Jets over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And in this spot, man, the Winnipeg Jets have been playing really great. They've won four out of the last five versus the Lightning. So, And they've won 3-2, 3-2, 4-2. So they have been cashing the under in the last couple matchups. So, And the under line sits at six. So it's perfectly priced. So, I mean, the under 100 is at plus 100. So I'll take a nibble at it. But overall, we're locking in the Winnipeg Jets tonight as the king of the ice 
play of the day. And yes, yes, sir, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, yes, sir. So we're on the Jets today. No New York Jets, Winnipeg Jets, baby. That's how we coming. That's how we rocking. (laughs) So lock that in tonight. Yeah, man, shit, this is our episode, man. We're going to see you at the ATM, man. Lock in our place. Salute and shoot, baby. Peace. You can't stop the rain. Hello, Carlos. How are you?